Welcome to Hot Laps, brought to you by Heat Shield Products. Race testing. Hey, welcome back to Hot Laps. We're on lap 28. Uh, today, it's just the guys and Patrick's joining us from Florida. Before we start, though, Patrick, uh, we got some wind in uh, in our neck of the woods for a little bit. It's like thirty miles an hour. How was your hurricane experience? We didn't get to we didn't yeah, get to review. We're that having a you. we're having a California hurricane. Yeah, it's right a now. California hurricane. <laughs> Although I did see it was eighty miles an hour in El Cajon. Just that's crazy. Uh, by the way, Chris lost a tree in his yard. I did, dude. It landed two yeah. feet from my trailer. I wish it had wiped it all out and, you know. California oak, you need to cut that up, dry that wood out, and then you can use it to cook tri- uh, smoke tri-tip because that's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to use. Real tri-tip has Santa, is a, like a real Santa Maria. Okay. You got to use oak to smoke it. Well, this is good news because, yeah. honestly. That sharpness with the oak, yeah. The neighbor, my neighbor, is really stressed out about the tree coming down. <laughs> Which one? Hey, my next-door neighbor. The, the your your father oh yeah he's stressed like we saw it come down oh dude it's because they're like so worried about those pine trees that they won't cut down it's ridiculous well yeah Oof. don't talk to me about that that's that's scary i mean they just need to get those things cut down but whatever hey i digress but so you're saying i should <clears throat> trim it up and dry oh, yeah. it out? I mean, well, that's great great firewood and you use that to smoke uh smoke tri-tip with that's what you should use california oak it's now, that's the way to go. You can okay. go with the Cardiff Crack yeah. tri-tip and smoke it. Cut it up, sit it out in the sun, and let it get good dry. Actually, I'll have to smoke it because I'm the only one with a smoker. You've got a Traeger. Traeger, yeah. Yeah, I do have that. Yeah, it wouldn't work, but that would be kind of cool. All right, well, something Just to like to about. make uh, make Kahlua pork, I sent away to Hawaii, and I got Kiawi wood sent to me. I have not partaked in that yeah, from good. you, but I love Kahlua pork. Craft, oh, Kahlua craft nice, wood. Man. So good. Yeah, it's craft great. wood. Yeah. He's craft got a beard. He loves IPA. Need a rooftop tent. I'd like to try that. That sounds cool. Some honey-cured mahogany it's smoked bacon. Oof. Oh, yeah. And they even sell some mahogany wood for smoking purposes. Huh. I was a t- I did a total waste of the Traeger fuel last night and cooked just like twelve pieces of bacon, but it tastes so much better than like frying it. Oh yeah. So I cooked it yeah. last night. Plus, you don't stink up your house as an appetizer because we had some mm-hmm. we had to cook. Hey, mm-hmm. the smell of bacon does not stink up a house. Let's oh, let's yeah. get that. Oh, well, it, it, well, it okay, doesn't so... stink it up, but it lingers for so long dude, it just makes you want more bacon. Dude, we have a a deli next door. <clears throat> and literally, yeah. Literally, it smells like bacon in here. All the freaking time, yeah, dude's deli. It is it, his. It, the bacon is outstanding, it, but every time, like, I don't really come over into this building. Every time I do, I instantly get hungry. Yeah, bacon drives me nuts. Imagine the people that are working next to. Oh, yeah. oh dude, I know. I, I feel hey, sorry for the everybody in the sewing. You guys aren't located next to a sriracha plant. You know that deal out there where the the place oh, yeah. that makes the sriracha sauce, and they say the it's like being next to like a pork processing facility where the smell it emits is horrible. Oh wow, yeah, I like sriracha. Even though, like the sriracha smells good when it's done and coming out of the bottle, but like the the smell of making it, it's kind of like when when coffee. We've got some coffee roasters here. And when you drive by Ebor and they're roasting coffee, that is not a pleasant fragrance. 
Huh. Well, it's like when we get the stone brew when they're yeah. when they're swapping yeah. out the 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 mash or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of that's a little they do musky. a mash change out. It's it's brutal. Yeah, a little musky. Well, I'll tell you what though, nothing is worse than going to school at Notre Dame, where they make uh, ethanol and there's a plant and the wind shifts one direction. Uh-huh. Dude, that is a brutal smell. <laughs> I mean, I, I I you know I don't know. God bless those kids for going to school there and. But I wouldn't be surprised some of them had their brains fried by that stuff, man. Yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking about it, but so when you traveled with the team, USC, uh-huh. Trojans, fight on, did, were you After there? After Clay Helton fight on, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, was it, were you there for like the weekend or how did that work? Oh, yeah, it was, it was good. It was, we, there's, it was. There uh, was some party time. Was there party time? There was a boatload <clears throat> of fun to be had. There, there were basically some some games <laughs> where, in fact, uh, uh, Notre Dame was one of them where, like, we were actually staying in Michigan. Okay. You, you go to. I never made it back home to Michigan, and I if I had it not been for the tr- the trainers, I don't know what they had. Mm-hmm. But man, they like I, they like resurrected me. I, they were like I was like Lazarus. <laughs> There's a couple of times, you know, you, uh, <laughs> the Phoenix oh rises gosh. sometimes when you didn't, uh, <clears throat> just like, like Notre Dame, that's, that is our rival. And, right. Uh, man, I had some fun <laughs> meeting some nice young ladies at a linebacker lounge. So, and that was after the game, I assume. Oh no, it was before night before. So we, yes. after the game, you just pack up and go. Okay. That's what I mean. Like yeah. it, oh, okay. it, it, it's a long day. Like. Especially me, because you're moving, like, crates and that kind of stuff. Right, okay. So, dude, if it weren't for the trainers, I don't know if I ever would have made it home. Like, I'm, I'm at a <laughs> – I mean, I, I can't tell you, like, walking home from Penn State, talking to, you know, Heisman Trophy winner. Hey, Steve. You know, if he didn't direct me home, if Coach White hadn't directed me home, I don't know if I would have made it back to the hotel that night. Yeah, State College <laughs> – well, State College is interesting because my family's all from there, but they got the one main street – and all it is is wall-to-wall bars. Yeah. So. That was fun. And i tell you what, dude. Well, that's like what South Bend is worse. I mean, if it wasn't for Notre Dame being there, South Bend, it'd be like the it, town. In yeah, it, it would have nothing. It really would. Except for uh, ethanol. Ethanol. Well, there's <laughs> that plants down there. But uh, like, I think my favorite, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of great memories there. But sure. walking home every night with Keyshawn Johnson. Oh, is how I learned how to talk so much crap when I need to. Nice. Like that guy <laughs> can run his mouth. Well, you're you know? good at it. It's yeah. weird to see yeah. him like so politically correct and stuff now that he's on this ESPN radio sure. and that kind of thing because he he wasn't always like that. But Kiwi was fun, man. He was fun to walk walk home with. He was great. That's cool, man. Well, I took us down a massive rabbit hole. But Patrick, how was the hurricane? You yeah, threw up some stuff on the. Uh, you threw up stuff on Instagram, right. and so it's... It, it was it was more of a tropical storm. It was a strong tropical storm. It, it, it didn't even really wasn't at hurricane status what we got, and and yeah, I posted that video. I went down to the bay and shot some video that I posted to the Facebook page. It was fun as hell. Right, riding my bicycle out in that stuff in the wind and the rain was was really fun. Hey, dude, can you put up and a sail? Surprise the hell everybody oh, at the bar when I walk in, drip soaking wet. Everybody's like, "What the hell have you been doing?" Could you put up a sail and have it pull you on your bike? I'm sure. Probably. Oh, might pull I you mean, over. Honestly, like, yeah. like, think about that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those guys do it on a skateboard. Yeah, kite, of... kite biking. You know, yeah, but you, 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 you... the guys who do the para- sail biking yeah. and sailing. And, and, and you could, you could just, instead. you could just pull like the, like a, a spinnaker or whatever, you know, and have the thing like yeah. 
when you're going into the headwind, but when it's behind you, mm-hmm. you could just, you know, like would a you, jib, I mean, or whatever. Yeah. Would you ride your bike in topsiders? Oh, yeah. You'd have to if you're sailing. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> just weird run with your And you'd also have to listen to Steely Dan. Exactly. Yacht Rock. Hey, hey nothing wrong with Steely Dan. There, no, buddy. there isn't. I love Steely Dan. All right, so you survived the – it wasn't a hurricane, tropical storm. I was yeah, just – it was – I mean, never never lost power. Oh, and wow. And it was just, you know, it, it was all good. Yeah, now, okay, third world country, first world country. Absolutely, yeah. I was just okay. thinking so, of that. So they have a hurricane or a tropical storm. <laughs> yeah. They haven't lost power. Yeah. But out here, because get, we can't manage it, the forest or put fire breaks in roads – we got to preemptively shut down the power for 30 mile an hour winds. Yeah. 80 miles an hour. Yeah, I was just, whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I it's literally just... just got a text saying that school is off today because of they power, power. Yeah. yeah. No zooms. Wow. Like coming into work, there's like three three stoplights that aren't working because it's, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. And of course, it's a stop sign and nobody knows how to, like. No one, they're all. N- nobody knows how to. Do I go when it, do I go in between the red blinks or what do I do? Dude, making a left. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm like easing out to the intersection like I do. Yeah. And the people that are supposed to go straight, they're just like hanging out there. And I'm like waving them, putting my hand out. Train horn. And, and Train it doesn't horn. matter. So I so just went. I just can't. I have no patience. The basic driving there, rules yeah, of a stop unbelievable. Being yeah. Out. yeah. It's like. You treat like you understand. You treat it like a four-way stop. Exactly. Everybody stop. Yield to the person to your right. It's, it just and shows. It People are stupid. It just shows they're all sheep. Yeah. True that. All right. You know, let, let, I gotta say. Go ahead. Not to go down the political rabbit hole here, but you know, out of everything going on, it was Florida that was expected to be the focus of dysfunction and debate and everything else. We got it right. Yeah, you did. All the states that are only busted our balls are the ones that stuff screwed yeah. up. Yeah. Well, it's just, if you have somebody that's going to watch, not allow, not now. allow cheating in mass. I'm sure there was cheating going on, but the massive amount of cheating. I mean, yeah. Give me a break. Okay, let's get let's get but, into the podcast right. here. Let's talk. All right. So uh, this week in uh, in automotive history, I kind of like these because it's kind of cool just mm-hmm. to research them. Yeah. But just FYI, so November twenty fifth in nineteen forty nine, mm-hmm. uh, Cadillac <coughs> marked its one millionth car coming off. Wow, it was, that's crazy. Yeah, it was a Coupe DeVille, forty nine mm-hmm. Coupe DeVille. It took them fifty years to get to a million, mm-hmm. but after. That after they started getting rolling and f- after forty nine, it only took them nine more years to get to the next. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Isn't it? Yeah. But now, but now well, they was announced right about the time when Harley Earl took over Cadillac and 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 Cole and Harley Earl were were influencing Cadillac, and it was Harley Earl who came in and totally redesigned the Cadillacs. And when he started that and it transformed the brand, I was like, oh, I want one of those. Yeah, that's a status symbol. N- not mm-hmm. only that, but the post-war boom. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the same know, thing. That's in full. Yeah, you know, oh, that true. makes a huge, that was a huge part. Nobody had been able to get a new car for six, seven years. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. It's interesting. Big. It, it was a heavy car. It was like almost uh, 5,800 pounds or something like that. V8. Mm-hmm. But now it's interesting. Cadillac announced that, I mean, they're they're going all in. I think GM in general, they're going all in with electric. They won't do that to their trucks, though, because I mean, until the technology improves, the range improves, they're always going to have gas and that. The Corvette, the Corvette will always be electric. electric. Dude, dude, the next Mustang is going to have an electric motor on the front two wheels. 
Oh. It's going to be an all-wheel drive car. I mean, that'll be a killer. But it's 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 for more for performance, well, not just for economy. Well, no fuel mileage because it'll think about. Oh it, yeah, if you can shut the motor down, drag it along. But on the... when you want to rev that thing mm-hmm. up, that's going to be a rad car mm-hmm. because you'll have that initial burst like a Tesla, but you can go over the top end mm-hmm. on them down the road. Yeah, true. That's going to be rad. Yeah. That, that's going to well, be a super cool car. Yeah. Now it's going to make me wish I put that. Although, hell, if my Mustang isn't done, then maybe I'll just put that drivetrain in there by that time. Yeah, could be. Or you could put it in the truck. Nah, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I think by that time we're all going to, you know, it's gonna we're going to be full Mad Max. Society's collapsed. The juice. The precious juice. Which, yeah. speaking of, sad <laughs> moment yesterday. <laughs> the the toe cutter, Hugh Kane Brines, died yesterday. Seriously? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Man, toe dude, cutter. I, I haven't mm-hmm. watched the news in a while. Who wants know. to? And then he also yeah. played a Morton Joe in the Mad Max Fury Road. That's, the new that's right. That came yep. out a couple years ago. I got to say he was way better than the toe cutter. <clears throat> just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should sit around and watch that one day. Just a couple scenes and just do reaction we to that. We could do like oh, Mystery yeah. Science Theater and do yeah. a review that way. Oh, yeah. Be kind of bitching. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that went on. You just have to do Animal House. That's my only request. Oh, yeah. November 30th, 1960. Actually, we should do that. We should do car chases. We should sit and do Mystery Science Theater 2000 and do, car do chases. freaking yeah. car chases. I nominate. I nominate. I was going to say, I nominate Ronan. I mean, there, there's two good ones. That that. Under, that's a great one. Big time underrated car chase scene. That's, dude, that's a great Shane movie. loves Ronan. He talks about it all the time. Well, that, you know who did that movie? Who? John Frankenheimer. John Frankenheimer made Ronan. He's the same guy who made Grand Prix. Mm. Uh, I didn't know that. See, I, I don't know any of these people's names. Like yeah. My wife was telling me about somebody who directed, uh, I don't know, Chris's Vacation. I'm like, I, I have no idea who it is. I, I don't pay yeah. attention to that crap. It's just not, it doesn't, yeah. you know. Trivial. It's not on my radar. <clears throat> okay, so the other one big in this week in November uh, on the 30th. I just know the Godfather, Scorsese, yeah, and uh, and uh, the yeah. big guy. You can talk. I love The Godfather. Not, but Scorsese didn't do that. The big guy, Dom DeLuise. No, (laughs) he's the guy that put his daughter in the. I can't remember his name now. He's got a wine, wine line and stuff. The dude that did The Godfather. Oh, uh, 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 yeah, he's got a daughter. She's a director too. Scorsese did like Goodfellas. Yeah, it's um, that it was. uh, I'm thinking it's a it's a D something. I want to say it starts with an. It's Italian. Yeah, it's Italian. God, whatever. We'll figure it out. So, this one's kind of cool. 1960, November 30th, the first International Harvester Scout came off the oh, line. Oh, yeah. Those are great. And oh, that yeah. would be the company's biggest, most successful... Patrick's looking that up for you. Most successful so vehicle shame. to date. So, production ended in 1980. Oh, wow. They made over half a million Scouts. Uh, and I can remember as a kid, like, Scouts were filled in the auto trader. We had two. Right, we had two. Scouts. I've seen pictures of the four door one. Yeah, we had, we had we had the uh, we had like a, a silvery like kind of goldish color one. And Papa had one too, right? Yeah, that was his. Oh, you, okay, oh, you had he one? had his, and then we also had a four door. Isn't it still in the backyard of that house? Or no? no I don't in, think so. In, I have no. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, but uh, yeah. but I I do remember I loved them, but God, they were piles. Well, that's the thing is all I can remember people telling me is don't get one of those. Coppola. 
Coppola. Coppola. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Francis Ford. And we yeah. we also had a four door Willys that was that was rad. Like, I've seen not not like the car, but like the no 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 the Jeep style. Yeah. Yeah. Oh that. Yeah. I just you know my favorite moment about that Willys is is like as a little kid, my dad telling me to back away because he was working on it. You know, uh-huh. in the garage. Okay. And fires a thing off, and a big fireball coming out of the carburetor. You know. Oh, that'd be better. Yeah. I remember that. So we didn't always just have Fords. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So Harvester, they they did, um, like I said, half a million of those things. But now they're really hard to find. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And they're fortune. They're they're not Bronco stupid, but they're... They're getting stupid. They're getting yeah. stupid, yeah. They were notorious for rusting out and the fact that, you know, they were they predated all the other SUVs as yeah. far as like the Bronco and the Blazer yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. And guys went they they were used in industrial applications. They they were tools and they used them up. Yeah. I mean they, it, were, it, they wouldn't they wouldn't go very fast, but you oh. put that thing in low gear and it would crawl up anything. Mm-hmm. Patrick, so do yeah. you know what International Harvester is called now? Oh man, did I stump the buoy? It's not I H I. Navistar. It's Navistar. Navistar. Yeah. Navistar. Okay. All right, and then last but certain. Go ahead. Sorry. Fun, fun point about International Harvester. During the late '40s and into the Korean War, they made M1 Garands for the U.S. Army. Yeah. Mm, that's killer. Well, I mean, everybody was shifting. All, all hands on deck. Yeah. Yeah. That was a team effort, man. Yeah. Be, it'd be great yeah. to see that happen again to, uh, you know, just get the country back on track. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll see. So my favorite, and definitely not least, in 1913, December 1st, Ford started their first moving assembly line. And check this out. They reduced the time what it took to take make a car from 12 hours mm-hmm. down to one and a half. And by 1925, they were producing, and I had to look this up multiple times, 10,000 Model Ts a day. Yeah, wow. that, and that's insane because it took a week before they started the, the first assembly line or whatever to basically get a car done. Yeah, so they changed this all up. By 1925, they, they drew 10,000 a day on how, Model how, Ts. How many employees during the, during the uh, you know, the – the low productivity time to the high productivity time. I should have looked that up. Yeah. Because I'll bet there was a lot more manpower. That, that created a lot of jobs. Sure. But that, you know, he also powered, like he had a power plant at his house, Henry yeah. Ford did, and he was powering part of uh, Detroit. Yeah. I, I, I remember that. I saw that on a, on a documentary. No, they were, because he was big, big buddies with Thomas Edison. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and also Harvey Firestone. Just south of here, just south of Tampa is... The vacation home of Thomas Edison and Henry Ford. Oh, wow, that's cool. The winter, they'd all come down here. So oh. even back then, that's cool. Yeah. So 15 million Model Ts were manufactured throughout Jeez. their thing. 15 million. But in 1972, they were surpassed by Shane. Do you know? 19 what? 1972. A like car Toyota. company made more. Probably Toyota Corollas. VW Beetle. Oh, oh yeah. I was just okay, yeah. Say it had to be the Beetle. Yeah. Volkswagen Beetle. But, but but think about how long the Beetle was made to catch up. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. But so. Oh yeah, uh, forty years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I just threw a tidbit in here because we all like grilling, uh, and barbecuing. So I'm not sure if you knew this, but Model T had a lot of wood on it, yeah. and they had a sawmill. The sawmill was the excess 
pieces were used to create a charcoal briquette that was originally called Ford's Charcoal, but mm. now it's called Kingsford. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Oh, interesting. Well, that's oh. Yeah. The blue and white bag one. I and, didn't know and that. And so the original stuff came off of the production stuff. The, the bottle scraps. Well, from that's. The I mean, what car. a great, what a great business model for them, right? Yeah. Ford's looking to, to get rid of the stuff. No waste. They probably got that stuff for well, and that nothing. Was the thing. Yeah. Ford was a brilliant businessman, and he wanted to make the most out of everything he had going on. Yeah. And he realized too is because remember you're still in a big coal-powered, you know, Are you on? time yeah. period. And he's like, wait a minute, we can use this stuff in charcoal, and you can you can heat with it, and you can cook with it, and all sorts of great stuff. Yeah. I mean, cool. the man was brilliant. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's a little tidbit. Uh, I, I just real quick wanted to jump in and talk about um, some. We talked about fireplaces last time, but I want to talk about deck shield because I thought you were talking about vinegar. No, no, not yet. We'll <laughs> we'll bring up that. But so the fireplace. Uh, heat shields are really cool. We talked about that last podcast, but I think even cooler in my book, because I like outdoor fires, is the deck armor. Yep. And the deck armor uh, is just—I was thinking Christmas gifts for somebody that just wouldn't get it for themselves. But barbecue heat shield is good for like a yeah, guy that likes to smoke for sure. Mm-hmm. But especially mm-hmm. in the winter and the places where it's frozen. Mm-hmm. So anyway, can you talk about the deck armor real quick? Yeah, it's uh, just. Kind of a there's a couple of them out there. Most of them are like that shiny, reflective, aluminized cloth. Well, there's nothing right. wrong with that. What sucks about that stuff is you get a spark or something like that comes out. And guess what? It burns a hole in it. Tragedy. Mm-hmm. So you know we use the lava shield, and then we've got that silicone mat underneath so that it doesn't. Um, you know, it's just so it's like if you're gonna put it on a composite deck or whatever. It's, it's even a wood deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even a wood deck, so it's not going to leave any Crack residue it, and that grass. Kind of thing. Yeah, dry it. Yeah, you can put it on grass. That's that's a cool thing. In fact, mm-hmm. that actually is what the idea where I got that from. Okay. Uh, Aaron Hahn, that used to work at Power Media or whatever, you mm-hmm. know whatever the heck that is. He was telling me, yeah, my wife and I were going to have a fire, but problem is every time we put the fire pit out in the grass, it just roaches it and oh, melts yeah. it. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll make you something. Cool. So I I just sent him sent him one, and he's like, dude, that thing worked awesome. And then that idea sat for like two or three years because I was just busy doing other stuff and then finally got around to making them. So if you got a fire pit that you put wood in, got air gap, this is a great product yeah. to keep yeah, it from Yeah, this one doesn't melting. even really need like the one-inch air gap. Like this, the silver ones, the aluminized ones, you'll, you'll see them. They're a lot cheaper. Yeah. But it's just, you know, it's like, it's like I can buy four or five of those and then I'll buy one of ours and yeah. I won't buy another one again. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of I, I like it because you can roll it up and yeah, just put it cool. away. Make it small, yeah. It doesn't have to stay. Put out it in your trailer, motorhome, whatever yeah. you know. Yeah. Roll the That's thing. That's what up. I did with the one here since last winter when we were using the fire pit. Is I rolled it up, I stashed it in the closet at the house, and then I got it out this week when we dusted the fire pit yeah. off for our cold weather. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know it's crazy. Forty forty to you and I is is freezing. At some places they wear shorts, dude. Oh yeah, our our Michigan people that yeah. I know. Like, man, this is a heat wave. Yeah. Man, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> you know, with with the deck armor, I thought about something else, and, and I want to try this as a test. Is eventually, I, I thought, you know, when things return to some form of normalcy, fingers crossed, yeah. is for tailgating. 
and if you've got a truck and you want to have like a small grill oh, on the back of your great truck, idea. but the problem is yeah. the heat underneath, oh, like I want to try that that's out with mine yeah. just to see yeah. how well it works. So uh, there is something in the works yeah. like that. I have one that... Um, it has little pocket holders for seasoning, yeah. some hooks in it. I will be using it not this weekend, but the weekend after. Yeah. When we go camping, I need to make mine a little bit bigger. But we have so many like custom projects right now. I don't want to pull the no. sk- the the skilled designer yeah. off to yeah. to tweak it. But yeah, there is something in the works. Yeah, it's it's killer. It's it's badass. <laughs> so uh, heat shield products tailgating kit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys can try it out at the Rose Bowl this year. Who's going well, to the Rose I, well, I, I don't know. I doubt USC will go. They'll choke. That coach is a bozo. He'll 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 s the bed and you know. Don't get Steve started oh, on football. We'll never get out of Oregon here. State grad, he was loving it last week when Oregon uh, State. Dude, I, 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 I turned that grade. game off. I I I mean, I college football is the thing I watch. I can't stand the NFL anymore. I love college football. I can watch any, pretty much any college football game. And I was watching that Oregon Oregon State, and I had like four minutes left, and then Oregon didn't make or, or Oregon State didn't make that fourth down conversion. Oh, game's over. Oregon's gonna win, you know. Uh-huh. But it was a great game by Oregon State because they were weren't even supposed to be in it. Heck, I find out the next day that they won. I mean, it wow. was crazy. So you get mad at yourself for turning it off? Yeah, because I'd like to see the end of the game. <laughs> but the, I mean, the way they replay crap all the time, you can watch it anytime. Yeah, sure. It was deep too because the way the game started out, all the fog and stuff there in Corvette. Oh, yeah. they were dude, that's, in Corvette, that's awesome. State. It looked like one of those old Bears games, you know, where mm-hmm. like the, you couldn't see anything on the field. Okay, I'll say this. I have never been more nauseous traveling my whole life than when I would travel with the USC football team to Oregon. And you want to know why? Chicks with armpit hair. Nothing, <laughs> nothing <laughs> will invoke a gag reflex. <sighs> and there were... Like, it wasn't even like that up in Berkeley. Like, when we go play Cal, I don't know what the heck is going on up in Oregon. Razor I will tell you what, they are not selling too many female razors Look like there. you got buckwheat in a headlock. Oh, my God, it was horrible. <laughs> Prob- it was just brutal. God. Oh, my God, it was. I just And, and it's like they, they purposely wear these sleeveless shirts in freaking cold weather. To show just, off the armpit yeah, hair. Just yeah, just to be offensive. But it's like, yeah. dude. I didn't even want to go out when we were up there anymore because it just got to a point where I just got so sick. When we'd go up to Oregon, I didn't, I didn't care. I don't want to go out. So it was a shit show back then, too. Portland used to be actually yeah. a pretty cool city, you know? So, so instead of throwing, like, little footballs into the stands for fans, you guys were throwing Lady Bic razors into oh, the stands dude, for fans. I, 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 it was brutal. I mean, it just wasn't – I just couldn't believe the armpit here. I was, I, you know, another fun story. It was, just, it was unbelievable. You remember the old, uh, what was it, the, the a- not the Astrodome, but the Kingdom in, in yep. my, 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 my roommate and my buddy, uh, Scott, at one point, we, we broke into that place, and Holden had, like, third base. He had third base, and he, security came out. It's kind of funny, because the guy's a cop now. But... but, but we, he just couldn't climb the fence with third base and get up and over in time to get away. But he Pulled had third base. So he let it He let it go. <laughs> he had to let it go, dude. It was mm. unbelievable. Dude, that was great. That was fun. I thought I was a crazy kid. <laughs> you weren't even a kid. Dude. That's nuts. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, before we get into tech time, I think you got a little something that you figured this out is, was cool. Okay, right? non-heat shield tech time. Non-heat shield tech time. Co- just car tech time. Just car stuff. 
Are you drinking a Jack and Jack and water? This does have a tie-in. three hours this ahead. This does have a heat shield tech time tie-in in that, you know, we have for installation of some of our products, the adhesive back stuff and whatnot, and even some of the insulation. You want clean pipes underneath it so you don't have any funky smells or whatnot, and then you have good adhesion for the stick-on products. And you've got degreasers and other stuff that are out there. The problem with a lot of degreasers are they, and even some of the solvents, they leave a residue. They leave a residue yep. that can either stink and or it will not help adhesion of a stick-on product. So I've really discovered lately the wonderful powers of cleaning vinegar. Mm. Now, cleaning vinegar is not the same vinegar you use in your kitchen for salad dressing and other stuff. Pickles. This is a much, cleaning vinegar is a much higher acidity. It's, it's, this is 30%. So, and it says, you know, don't use this on food. It will kill you. Oh, well, there you go. I can't use it for my salad? (laughs) No. Okay. And you dilute it. You, like, dilute a cup of this in a gallon of water for a proper mixture. Uh And the neat thing about it is it cleans surfaces so well without leaving that residue behind. Mm. It's also great when you mix it up in the right dilution for if you've got some rusty parts or say you've got some rusty tools or McHale's, like, they're seized up and you need to de-rust them and get them working. You mix up a vat of this stuff and soak it in there, it de-rusts wonderfully. Wow. It is great. So it's, it's like a it's like a cheap pre-paint cleaner then, essentially, is what it is, because it doesn't leave a residue. I mean, it's acid. It is an acid. Mm. And a one-gallon jug of this at, like, Lowe's is 20 bucks. Wow, that is and cheap, it's dude. the same price on Amazon. And you could dilute it down. That's the thing, is you're not just spending oh, the yeah. 20 bucks. You're, you're getting a lot of mileage out of that. That's cool. Right. <clears throat> Different dilutions. And you can, I mean, it's like watching, I was watching a thing about John Belushi and there was this old skit with Dan Aykroyd and uh, I think it was Lorraine Newman and they're going back and forth and they're talking about, it's a dessert topping. No, it's a floor wax. No, it's both. And it's like, it's not just a cleaner. It does all this other yeah. stuff. It's, it's, it's very, very handy stuff. And it's a disinfectant too. Huh. It's a great thing. A lot of people got caught onto it because of the current craziness and you can dilute it down, and when you wipe a surface down, it also serves as a disinfectant because it's acidic. Because huh. huh. that's where that's where Lysol, we talked about that before several podcasts ago, that's where Lysol came from originally, was diluted carbolic acid. Huh. Interesting. Patrick's got all the skills. I just would be afraid, like, you put that in your house, and then somebody saw vinegar, and they'd start drinking it, but... I don't know. Who goes and starts smelling vinegar? All those crazy people now—they do the what's it? The yeah, but apple who, cider who, vinegar or who something. Who in your house swills vinegar? I don't, maybe I don't know. Well, there you go. Nobody. There you go. It's actually—that's where the pickle juice thing comes in. Regular consumption of pickle juice helps for uh, acid reflux. Believe mm. it or not. I love pickles. Mm-hmm. All right, now heat shield tech time. Uh, so this question's got kind of a couple layers, but um. Someone asked us about wrapping their exhaust manifold, which we've talked about a million times. It kind of went back and forth. We answered it. But they wanted to know, is more better? So basically they were asking, could they wrap their pipe in lava and then cover it with armor? Now, before we all start going, man, that's crazy. If you're not into it and you're looking most things you put more on and it stops more but Mm. in this case i'll let you take it over should you be double insulating your pipe 
No. And moron on a car just means more weight and makes you slower. Well, that's true when you think about yeah. it that way. The bottom line is no. So you, you need an insulator. With, they're both insulators. Okay. They both need to be as tight and secure onto the heat source as they can. So putting two insulators on there, one of them isn't going to sit down loose. and seal. Yeah. And you don't need two layers. Just use the armor and see you later. You won't see, get... a, a lot of people yeah. are unfamiliar because they've just all they use is wraps. So they think, right. oh, if I just do this, this is better. So what's going to end up happening is that armor is going to keep so much heat in, wrap's going to crystallize, get brittle, fall apart, then the armor is going to be loose, and then nothing's going to work. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't do it. That's yeah. a, I mean, Just that, save your money. Yeah. It's a great explanation of that. So, yeah, over-insulating is not good at all. Over-insulating, yeah. Yeah, in addition to the over-insulation of the pipe, but, mm. yeah, you'll kill the wrap. Basically, mm. have a real quagmire. Yeah. I think the only time you could probably double down is if you're looking at, like, a firewall and you throw the sticky shield on one side and then do the stealth shield like on the other. But that's not even, double insulation. No, no, I'm just, just saying when a, you're using two products. Yeah. yeah. You're using a radiant barrier and then a, an insulator, yeah. essentially, at that point. Or okay. a dissipator. For two different components. Yeah. So more is not better when you're talking about insulating hot yeah. pipes. It's not like a house. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. where a lot of people I... get confused because <clears throat> the thicker the insulation in the house, the better. Like mm-hmm. the thicker the stuff you get in your attic. Yeah. Next one? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's do it. All right, so this guy's working on a project vehicle. Uh, kind of like a labor of love. And I, we see that a ton now with the pandemic. But... Uh, He's got a bundle of wires. He's tried and tried to reroute them, but could not. They cross right next to his EGR pipe, uh, and then he was not sure what he could use to bundle it, and he said he is absolutely not, after this point of moving stuff around, going to be able to unlock the harness. Uh, He has approximately one inch of clearance and wanted to know what is the best thing. His first reaction was, I should just... Put thermoflex tape all all along it. Yeah, which you could do. That's that's a that's but, a method. But I think we have a better solution. I would do the lava tube. Well, I mean, one inch one inch of clearance, you can get away with the thermoflex sleeve. It needs mm-hmm. one inch mm-hmm. or lava tube. Yeah, with the Velcro on it. Maybe a small piece of armor on the EGR tube. Yeah, that actually would be probably the yeah. smartest thing because yeah. you're stopping. Maybe, it at maybe the both. Yeah. Stop it at the source. All right. Last question. <clears throat> uh, this is a home one. People are struggling. They got a built-in oven, and underneath the oven is a cabinet. And I've mm-hmm. seen that where they put it in, but the cabinet on the inside is totally starting to discolor, and they feel that it's coming from the heat. They're not worried about it looking bad mm-hmm. because it's underneath the oven. They're just yeah. worried about it getting too hot. Uh, which one of your products could you install underneath the oven uh, that has kitchen sticky shield? Yeah, un- underneath the oven on the top of the cabinet. Kitchen sticky. Yeah. Shield. The hardest part about that is having to take out the oven. Take out yeah. the oven and then... And then, and then line the cabinet. So per, like so prep of the cabinet surface would be what? Just cleaning it. It's just yeah. like a car. Make, yeah. Like a car yeah, make sure there's no dust. Yeah. That would be the best thing. Yeah. But as long as it's dust-free, And, and if you're stick. sticking it up like, like that, if it's on the bottom and reflecting heat upward, that's cool. But if you have to put it up high, mm-hmm. you may consider some screws. Oh, yeah. Screws with some flat washers. Yeah. You, you keep it clean, and you still use the glue, but it's it's never a bad idea. Especially going on the wood drywall, you definitely want to use screws because that's just such a weird yeah. surface. Yeah, too chalky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you can ever get that totally clean. No. Nah. Just throw some paint over it, and then it would stick. Yeah. Right. If you peeled it off, you'd just be peeling the paint off, maybe. Mm-hmm. Peel the paint. That's all I got. Yeah, the point. 
Yeah. Pay the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chioko, pay the point. Uh, that's all I got for today. And I told you to be quick. And everybody was. So thank you for listening. Yeah. Please leave us a review. Send questions. Like, subscribe. Send us hate mail if you mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We like hate mail. Yeah. We like to tangle. <laughs> Patrick, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Another great Old day as always for the Heat Chill Podcast. <laughs> From everyone at Heat Shield Products, we thank you for listening to Hot Laps. Leave that review, subscribe, tell a friend, and most of all, stay cool. We'll see you next time, right here on Hot Laps. Hot Laps.